0: Hello, and welcome to The Link Podcast, the industry's link to learn, innovate news and knowledge in global supply chain intelligence, hosted by Food Logistics and Supply and Demand Chain Executive. We cover everything from transportation and warehousing trends and new technologies to food safety and sustainability impacting today's supply chains. If you like what you hear, please subscribe on the Spotify, Apple, or Google Playlist apps and give us a thumbs up. This week, we're talking about micro-fulfillment in the grocery and retail space with a market analyst who gets into the how, the why, and the where about one of the most disruptive trends in the warehousing space right now. So let's link into that conversation now. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the link podcast. This is a special edition of the podcast. I'm here with Tracy Black, who is a partner at New Road uh, Capital. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast with me today. Hi, Real.
1: Thanks for having me.
0: Well, more importantly, you are a winner of our Women in Supply Chain Award, so we're really excited to talk to you, to get to know you, uh, to hear your background, and some insights that you have on the industry. Yeah, I appreciate the opportunity. Well, first of all, congratulations! But but first, um, I really want to get into um, a little bit about yourself and your company. Can you give us like a, a, a description?
1: I'm sure. So I have been um, in the supply chain logistics industry for 30 years. Um, I got a computer science engineering degree from the University of Arkansas and started at J.B. Hunt Transport, where I was the 20th person in IT, and I rose through the ranks to become the SVP of technology, uh, leading an IT team of about 1,100 people. And in that role, I defined and led the IT strategy for our truckload, intermodal brokerage, dedicated and final mile business segments. Um, So at at Hunt, we really utilize technology to create excellent customer experience, to drive operational efficiencies and create competitive advantage. And I I retired from Hunt about five years ago and became a partner at New Road Capital Partners which is a private equity company that focuses on investing in supply chain companies that are really disrupting the industry. So I am currently serving on the board for Platform Science and Emerge, and I serve as the chairman of the board for pickup. And each of these companies are really uh, disrupting legacy providers in uh, the supply chain industry. I'll give you a couple of examples. Um, Emerge uh, provides a freight marketplace, and they are reinventing how freight procurement is done with their RFP software that's transportation specific. It allows real-time mini-bids and annual bid processes. Um, Platform Science is replacing legacy uh, telematics providers that uh, big enterprise fleets use for their drivers to manage their workflow for the day. And they've provided an open platform that gives fleets choice of hundreds of third party provider apps that do things like navigation and toll bypass and safety cameras and driver coaching and things like that. And then pickup is a high value, big and bulky same day final mile delivery service that has a national footprint and it's one of the only final mile providers that has uh, two man delivery with white glove service into the home. Um, and that New Road is also invested in Workstep which is a hire and retain platform that's addressing frontline labor challenges. Um, New York Shipping Exchange that's digitizing ocean shipping contracts and processes and Logiwa which is a high volume e-commerce order management and warehouse management fulfillment system. So really involved in a lot of different aspects across the supply chain.
0: I love the variety of of things in the the supply chain. I think that's kind of the most interesting background is when people have a a, a whole different uh, ball game going on. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, it's, it's been a lot of fun seeing all the innovation that's happening in the space and, and the way a lot of these startup companies are, are solving the different problems. Absolutely. Um, so speaking of, of solving
0: problems and, and working behind the scenes in the supply chain, what a- attributes do you think that a successful supply chain leader has?
1: I think um, you really have to be able to attract good people talent. Um, it's really important to build a strong team around you that's got different skills and perspectives. And, um, and it's really important for you to develop your influence skills in order to build consensus across all the multiple constituencies and the players you know, that um, come together across the supply chain. Um, you know, any, any leader has to be able to communicate a good vision and strategy and then effectively lead the team to execute that strategy. I I think in the supply chain space, you have to be nimble and kind of adapt and problem solve along the way and kind of tune that strategy as you go. Especially right
0: now, I think being nimble is is one of the most important things. (laughs) Exactly. Are there any challenges that you have faced in the industry and
1: how did you overcome them? I think over the years, like one one constant challenge has has been around talent, you know, um, first with technology talent um, and then, you know, just with general operational talent um, to serve uh, the business. And kind of the way that I've approached that was um, building out very successful internship programs and kind of building, you know, the talent myself in um, every company I've been involved in um, providing a mentoring program and uh, pairing, you know, younger talent with seasoned talent to uh, help develop them and really partnering with HR to create good leadership development programs. And, um, you know, I've been through a process where we created a leadership academy and we assigned, um, we created cross-functional teams. So people that were trying to come into a director position from different parts of the company would get put on a cross-functional team and and we would give them a project for, you know, a couple of quarters for that group to to solve a problem that the company was facing. And that really kind of built relationships, let them kind of understand perspectives across different departments and, and help them come out being stronger, you know, at the end of that program.
0: Wow. That's a very interesting program. I I love that concept.
1: Yeah. it, It, you know, it helps with presentation skills, the research problem solving to, you know, find out what's going on in the industry and, um, to really figure out how to best solve that problem within the company herself.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Well, so obviously we started this, Award because we wanted to empower and elevate women in the industry because it is definitely a male dominated industry, the supply chain that is. So what is your experience like, uh, being a woman in such a traditionally male dominated industry?
1: Yeah, I think I, I went into it, um, not, not thinking of myself as being different. I've, I've always been, you know, surrounded with, uh, (laughs) A large group of male colleagues, but I think it's really important for women to, you know, learn to speak with confidence. Um, you've you've earned your place. You're there for a reason, and and so you just you need to act like it. Um, you know, drop the apologies and qualifiers, and just don't be afraid to speak up because uh, your your opinions and that diverse perspective is very valid. I think uh, I've always gone into it being. Um, over-prepared. You know, I always do my homework. I come in prepared and and earn respect just by um, that process of, of being prepared to contribute to the conversation and, and offer different solutions. And I think, um, you know, as a woman, you always have to advocate for yourself um, and find, you know, mentors or sponsors that will help you with that advocation along the way. Um, and I think it's, it's really important to learn how to handle conflict. I think um, sometimes women shy away from conflict. And so uh, building those skills as you know, you're in um, those situations is helpful.
0: I could not agree more. <laughs> um,
1: so why do you think that
0: more women should be involved in the industry and what can we do to recruit and retain more talented women?
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm a firm believer that it's, you know, it's not just, um, you know, women, but I think diverse teams um, is very proven to, to outperform non-diverse teams. Whether that's, you know, skill sets, different thoughts and perspectives and experiences, those can um, help you solve problems more uh, effectively by considering those different perspectives. Um, so I think you really... Um, you have to broaden your talent pool and, and get diverse candidates in to be able to you know find the best candidate for the job. I think con- considering benefits that attract women, um, you know, flexibility, the maternity policies, um, and, and some of the sponsorship, um, you know, I've, I've been a part of programs that really work to get women in front of the executive leadership just as a way to, you know, raise them up and and kind of make them visible. Um, But even even starting with with, uh, my technology background we found it's really important to get in front of uh, girls at a younger age. So starting with middle school programs, introducing them to technology, introducing them to jobs that are available in the supply chain. Um, You know, when I was at Hunt, we would host a session um, Every uh, year or twice a year where we would uh, bring girls in on campus and then we would have a full day and we would let them kind of rotate through and see jobs and hear from different people that were doing those jobs and, um, you know, promoting stories of successful women that were doing those things. So it's, it's really about expanding and showing them what's possible and getting them excited about exploring those opportunities. It, in my role today, um, I sponsor a monthly women in leadership speaker series for all of our portfolio companies because a lot of the smaller startups may not have women in the executive leadership role yet, and, and so they need role models. And so with this program, I've been able to bring in you know really seasoned executives to come in and talk about their career paths. Um, give mentoring advice or bring in some people that you know have done some training on leadership Um, we've done some training on how to inform your bias Um, so it's been a a very uh, wide variety of things but again showing women what's possible and and the way other women have um, excelled in those roles.
0: Absolutely. Mentorship is a a very big part of building a great workforce and a truly diverse workforce as well. That's right. So what advice do you have for those first starting out in the industry?
1: I, you know, I always advise to, um, learn as much about your company that you can learn about every department, eat, eat lunch with someone different every day. Um, and then also build your network through industry groups um, so you can bring new ideas into your company. But it's it's always be inquisitive, you know, ask questions. Why do we do this? How could we do it better? Um, people that are offering up solutions to problems are, are you know, ones that are um, appreciated and, and respected. And, and then I always, um, you know, a lot of, People are successful because they are uh, very focused on doing the best job they can do. But I think you always have to support your peers and help enable their successes and make it more about a team effort uh, than just an individual effort.
0: Teams are exactly what make up the supply chain. It's all about working together. So I love that. Um, So with that, how does it feel to be named as one of supply and demand
1: chain executives, top women in supply chain? Well, I'm, I'm really honored uh, to be included in the list. And, you know, I, I love what you guys are doing um, with the award and, you know, promoting the stories of successful women across the industry. And, um, you know, I really love that um, the women that you're selecting have, Uh, such different kind of roles you know varied uh, roles so you can uh, see all of the different parts that are included in the supply chain and and where you can plug in you know best based on your your desires and wants.
0: Well thank you Um, and we're so happy to have you a part of this and and we just wanted to say congratulations.
1: (laughs) I appreciate it Brielle.
0: All right. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode and tune in every Tuesday for our episodes of Link by Food Logistics and Supply and Demand Chain Executive. If you like what you hear, be sure to give us a thumbs up or a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. You can follow me on Twitter at Jacob Brielle for more of what's happening in the supply chain. And do not forget to hit subscribe on the Spotify, Apple, and Google playlist apps so you never miss an episode.